of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore. Welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back to The Horror Returns. Uh, Philip and I are back from our uh, trip to New Orleans, and uh, Brian is just soaking up the rays up there. Right, Brian? Yep. Up here, battling the elements. Can't <laughs> wait you, uh, for it to go away. Is it at least sunny? <laughs> no, it, it. we we got another snow dump this weekend. Uh, it's a little oh, worse. No. Uh, all right. Well, Philip, uh, how how was New Orleans, man? Uh, man, New Orleans was a blast. I kind of needed that, just a, a time to do nothing and get way more drunk than I probably should. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a blast, man. We had fun hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I appreciate you coming down. But one one day we'll get Brian down here. One day. Yeah. One day. God forbid. You should have seen my wife, dude. She was bouncing all over the place on the dance floor, everything. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the night I came back to the room pretty early, huh? Everybody oh, was yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. out of control. Well, we came back to watch the Oscars. You know what? The the night, though, that we took the uh, ghost tour, I got pissed yeah. off because I kept I kept – thinking that I knew more than the dude giving the tour. He was going off all of these weird little side stories about Nicolas Cage and his debt and everything, and Nicolas Cage beating his wife, which I'm I'm not sure I believe that story. You guys ever heard that one before? Mm. Uh, I no, I haven't heard that one. <laughs> this guy. Although I'm not a Nicolas Cage aficionado, so. This tour guide, Philip, he was talking everything but ghosts, don't you think? Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't really hear most of it. I was kind of trying to reel my wife in. I'm, I'm telling you, who is the straightest arrow you've ever seen? She literally never drinks. Well, she drank this weekend. And, uh, yeah, she was she was a little out of control, so I was trying to reel her in. And then uh, John and Becca <laughs> were out of control on the other side. Right. I was like, yep, that's right, people. This is our group that is ruining everything. <laughs> Glad it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was a good trip. Appreciate you joining us, uh, Brian. Uh, maybe maybe next year, man. Fight. Maybe next year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would love to go see WrestleMania. It's supposed to be there next year. Yeah, it's coming in just a few months, isn't it? Oh, uh, well, ne- uh, the next year. Uh, not this one coming up here, but next year is going to be in New Orleans. Uh, oh. But I, I don't know if I can handle. I don't know if I can handle that many people in in one building. You're talking about that many people in one building, and then 
WrestleMania fans out in the streets of New Orleans running free. That's how the zombie apocalypse starts, I'm pretty sure. You know what? I could see that happening in a movie. <laughs> It'll be fun, though. Yeah. All right. Well, we were going to do a little Oscar wrap-up, but I don't think we we prepared anything, did we? Um, uh, Philip. Uh, not exactly prepared, but I know that, you know, The Shape of Water won. Uh, best picture, best director, best score, right? And original, whole, uh, yeah, original music score and yeah. uh, best production design. A whole slew of Oscars. They uh, they tore it up, man. Guillermo del Toro, that's what, the man. What were what were the other highlights, Brian? Uh, Get Out won for uh, best original screenplay. Yeah, they didn't get much love anywhere else, but uh, mm-hmm. man, at least Jordan Peele got that. I feel like I feel like he got his name in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, obviously he wasn't the best director in the in the crew, and I don't think that that was the best picture. Uh, but I'm glad that he got this. It was a major milestone, uh, first African American screenwriter to win that. So really, yeah, for like yeah. his just first That's attempt at a legit movie, right? I uh, <laughs> that's always my actually that's always my favorite award original screenplay, whichever movie wins that is usually my favorite or one of my favorite movies of the year. Starting back with, you guys remember the Usual Suspects? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. I started following it pretty closely, and I, I noticed that there was a pattern starting with that oh. year. It seemed like that was always one of my favorite movies of the year. I kind of thought Three Billboards would win that one, but uh, or was that an adapted one? I guess it was original, right, Brian? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Was uh, was Get Out in your top ten? Uh, yeah, Get Out was my second favorite. Remember after yeah. uh, Mother? So there you That's go. That's right. <laughs> it holds up. It's kick cast movie. And Mother was nominated for nothing except I think some Razzies. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely nominated for some Razzies. <laughs> Dude, that's that's about as artsy as you get, but uh, I I still enjoyed it. I really think it was good. I think it was. I think it'll it'll as time goes on, uh, people will appreciate it more. I think so too. So what was Hold cool? The, week? Speaking of get out, somebody's knocking uh-uh. on the door. Who is it? Uh oh, hello. Get out. <laughs> it's Jordan Peele, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whoa. Nah, it's just my son-in-law. <laughs> we got some killer guest stars today. Yeah, we got some killer guest stars. We got connections y'all don't even know about. <laughs> Finished rewatching American Gods with, with my wife, too, so there's a lot I caught this time. Oh, but I think that's been my that's cool fun. of the week the last three weeks or something, so your turn. Uh, I, I went with my wife and saw Red Sparrow. It was... Uh-huh. Uh, I also pretty, seen this. Did you? Yeah. Is it your cool of the week? Um, it's, I got, well, I got, you know me, I got a list, but, uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's on there. Um, how did it, what did you, what did you think about it? I kind of, I, mean, I liked it, but it might've been just a little tad long. Yeah. Yeah. It went, it went real slow and did go a little long. Um, but those are really the only faults I can give it. Um, I mean, it was like a, a spy thriller, but it was more psychological. Uh, like it was, mm-hmm. you know, you didn't have the Jason Bourne fight scenes. There was a couple of a uh, couple of fighting things in there, but they weren't awesome. Um, 
it was really, really brutal. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. That's uh, what I heard. But it was it was good, man. Oh, yeah, I, so, I, hold on, guys, back it up. I, I just accidentally hit the stop button there for a second. You said something about Jennifer Lawrence, Brian? Yeah, uh, she was naked a whole lot in this movie. Yeah, that's worth a replay. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I was trying to think. I don't think I've ever seen her. I think I know in Mother, she kind of had like a split second topless scene. I can't think of anything. I mean, she was like full frontal everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she was on it. She was being sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She and and I, will, I will say her, uh, her accent, uh, it held up. For the whole oh, movie, yeah, yeah. and it, uh, you're right, Philip. It was pretty brutal. And but my my only gripe probably really would be um, when she actually went into the the Red Sparrow program. It kind of seemed like she was there for like a second before yeah. they just threw her in. And I don't know. I just the stuff she was doing. I just I just I don't know. I felt like she, maybe she should have. Been there because I don't really know if she was really going with anything that was saying in the program. So, well, yeah, it sounded like probably not. I mean, I think that there was definitely a time lapse there. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, that was only like a little, a little portion of it, and so you, you, you did have to kind of go on. Well, she's suddenly a badass now, even though that she hasn't agreed with anything that they've done this whole time. Uh, but I. I kind of enjoyed that. I I thought that she played a really bad, like I thought it was really cool that she played a badass lead female in this spy movie, and uh, I think she did a pretty damn good job. I was impressed with it. And that was my cool of the week. I gotta check um, that. Uh, besides Red Sparrow, let me see my list here. Um, I also got to go see Death Wish with Bruce. Oh Bell. no! I wanted to see it. <laughs> Is that the not so cool of the week or what? Um, you know what? I didn't hate it. I'll, I'll take it. I'll probably <laughs> never watch it again. Okay. Yeah, but I I did. I wasn't mad at it. You know, they could have. What they needed to do was like change the name from Death Wish to something else. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this just would have been another Bruce Willis like probably straight to video action flick. Okay. Um. There was nothing in here that I really would have thought Eli Roth directed. It would if I if I didn't know he directed, I wouldn't even I couldn't even tell. It was I don't know, nothing special, kind of forgettable. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, "Fuck this movie," you know. I mean, it didn't make me mad, you know. I okay. I could still go back and watch the originals. Uh, see, as far as horror, I did check out a few. Um, uh, Dead Shack, uh, zombie comedy <laughs> <Dead> flick. <Shack. laughs> uh, nothing new here, you know. <clears throat> typical zombie comedy, right? You know, I can't really say anything. Guess, guess you wasn't, didn't wasn't to, that memorable. I guess you really? didn't listen to the warning from Horror News Radio about that one, huh? No, I usually try to watch the movie before I hear someone else's review on it. I love zombie uh, comedy. But uh, that doesn't make me excited about this at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, checked out uh, Living Among Us. Uh, I think we reviewed yeah. this trailer. It's a found footage uh, vampire movie. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got rid of that. Uh, not bad, actually. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Not great. 
been a week of uh, besides Red Sparrow. It's been a week of not 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 good, but not or not great, but not bad. Okay. Yeah. Just, um, I will say, you know, it it does explain. It does have a reason for them to keep filming, though, instead of somebody just constantly holding a camera. Right. So. <laughs> you drop the camera and get the fuck out of there. What's the matter with you? <laughs> uh, and another one, probably the best out of the three horror movies I've watched was uh, Stillborn. Oh, okay. Um, I, I remember that. Who yeah, it's that? it's basically this couple that um, they had a previous child die, and they have another one. She's had another mm-hmm. baby, but throughout throughout. Um, moving into this house and taking care of this baby um, st- strange things starts happening and she feels like there's like a ghost or demon or something that's trying to take her kid oh, and throughout the okay. movie basically you're just kind of like is this really happening or mm-hmm. is she fucking crazy is she just making this up seeing things uh-huh. and um, I think for me it did a good job of bouncing back and forth because one minute like Oh, you're fucking crazy. You're, you know, oh. you're off your rocker. But then something will happen, and and I'm just kind of like, okay, maybe it's really happening, you know. Oh, man, that so, sounds like my, my kind of movie, actually. Yeah, so I dug it. All Definitely right. better than Dead Shack. Definitely better than Dead Shack. And I think that's it. Oh, Atlanta, season two. Loved it. Everybody check it out. It's my non-horror pick. No, uh, I think it's on season, uh, not season two, of course, it's on season two, uh, episode two. Episode two, got it, okay. I, was about to I haven't say, even watched man, the first like season. Just started. I need to check it out, man. Yeah, I haven't I've heard yeah. so many good things about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. We got any, uh, got any headlines? Right now, I think over the weekend it was uh, South by Southwest, the uh, film festival. Oh yeah, that's right. I was in Austin, man. Now I know why the traffic traffic was so bad there. Yeah, so uh, some news from there that we're going to talk about. Uh, but first, uh, we got some uh, Black Mirror news. Uh, news probably doesn't shock anybody, but uh, it's renewed for a fifth season, so that's guaranteed coming. Okay. Thought thought that had already happened, but all right. Yeah, I when I seen that, I was just kind of like, duh. They can renew that for like a 27th season. Yeah, the only thing that can be the next. The only thing that kind of. Yeah, the only thing that kind of was strange to me. It uh, usually when hit shows get renewed, you hear about you know renewed Mm -hmm. for this season and the next. Right. But I guess they're just taking it season by season. So. Okay. Okay, and uh, now it's some movie news. Uh, Get a little bit of superhero news right here because I wanted you guys' opinion. Uh, casting is underway for Wonder Woman 2, and rumor is they're in talks with Kristen Wiig as the villain. (laughs) They're going to make it a comedy? Now, I've heard both sides of this argument. I am on the other side that she might be able to pull it off because I've seen her in roles like, like you just brought it up, Lance, uh, Mother. She played a very, and I don't know if you guys ever seen the Skeleton Twins. With her and uh, yeah, I didn't care. Bill Hader, I didn't care for it too much, man. But I think she can do serious. She can do mm-hmm. a serious role. So I, um, I wouldn't be mad at her in this. I, I mean, even if she went off the walls a little bit funny with it, um, I think she could still do like a, a villain role and uh, and have some some comic relief moments. Hopefully, she <laughs> <Yeah>. does. <laughs> Well, who knows, man? 
I mean, it's it's just in talk, so it's nothing concrete. But I yeah, I right. think she'd be able to pull it off. I like her and most of the stuff that she's been in. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, premiered uh, surprisingly over the weekend at South by Southwest was the sequel to Unfriended, Unfriended Dark Web. <laughs> they made another one of those. Yeah, and reports that are coming out. Uh, I got a couple quotes from people who've seen it. Uh, one quote was, it was a blast, a different take on the same mm-hmm. narrative that the first one had, and it fi- fixes a lot of complaints that the first one had. Interesting. And I believe uh, bloodydisgusting.com had uh, reviewed it, and they gave it a four out of five. Really? Yeah, no, didn't read the review because I, I kind of I want to go into it not knowing anything. But uh, yeah. So uh, well, look for, uh, I think we'll probably be getting a trailer here soon. The dark web is a little mysterious, kind of scary. I think maybe yeah. we can get on board. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Elizabeth Banks joins James Gunn's. Uh, pro- um, he's producing a new horror movie, uh, The H Collective. Don't know nothing about it, but he's producing it. It's being directed by David Yaravesky and uh, written by Brian and Mark Gunn. So I'm assuming his brothers. Interesting. Okay. Elizabeth Banks, like the comedy chick? Yeah. Uh, yeah Pitch Perfect. Okay. And, she directed the Pitch Perfect movies too, right? Or at least yeah. the second one, I think. Oh. Yeah. And, and they've worked together. Uh, uh, Slither. Uh, James Gunn directed right? Slither. And oh, she said it, so. Okay. So is she in the movie or so is another, she playing some sort of production role? No, she's uh, starring in it. Okay. So All another, right. another one that could do, could do comedy or drama, right? Yes. Yeah, I really like her, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lee Wanell, writer and star of uh, the first Song. Saw movie. <laughs> yep. Uh, he's got a new movie with Blumhouse. It's a sci-fi horror film uh, called Upgrade. And it is, it has received a R rating. And, that's, and from what I've heard, they're going with the hard R rating. So. Mm. And a little synopsis for this. Uh, a sci-fi horror set in the near future when technology controls all aspects of life and centers on a technophobe who avenges his wife's murder and his own paralysis-causing injury with the help of an experimental computer chip called the STEM. Okay. So, uh, don't know if I'm a fan of everything Lee Winnell's done or written. But right, definitely, you know, hard R uh, rating horror sci fi. I can get into that. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll be watching it for sure. I mean, as long as it's not like out there for the sake of being out there. But uh, I mean, if the guy, you know, starred in and directed Saw, I, I got to give him some kind of credit. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he also wrote the the newest. Uh, <laughs> The the movie what was the movie we reviewed like a month ago that was so terrible? Oh, the last yeah. key didn't didn't he write Insidious. that too? Yeah, he's here for me. Lance, yeah. I totally removed that movie out of my mind, and you just I know. brought it <laughs> <Sorry>. back out. <laughs> and I was like, man, you know this hadn't been that. Oh yeah, the last key. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which you said uh, probably getting a sequel, Brian, because it did really well. 
Oh, it did. It's the, the highest grossing Insidious movie. So gross. Wow. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> oh, well, judging my, my crowd for a uh, movie mm-hmm. we're going to review tonight, I'm per- I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. People people go any people go see anything and love it. I guess I don't yeah. know. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, it's called Upgrade, and there is some casting. Uh, Tom Hardy, uh, oh, Tom Hardy. I always say because I wrote down Tom Hardy doppelganger. Uh, I was like, who? Uh, Logan Marshall. <laughs> Logan Marshall Green. I don't know if you guys uh, remember him. He's in uh-uh. Prometheus. If you Google Logan Marshall uh, Green and Tom Hardy, they look yeah. just they look just alike. Pretty uh-huh. similar. He looks a little younger than Tom Hardy, though. Yeah, so he's starring in it along with uh, Betty Gabriel. She was in uh, Get Out. I believe she mm-hmm. was the the one playing the maid. Oh, okay. Oh, I like yeah. her. Oh, so, well, definitely check it out, man. Get out. Yeah, it sounds good, man. It's everything we like. Uh, science fiction, horror, the whole nine yards, you know? And I'm going to say we're going to get a trail with this real soon because I believe this premiered also at uh, South by Southwest. Oh. Every, apparently everybody but me was at South by Southwest that was in Austin this weekend, and I was I was so so pissed off that when I when I found out that uh, all that was going on after I'd already left the house because oh takes, yeah because you were in Austin yeah it takes me it usually takes me like a little less than three hours to get from Houston to my mom's house and it took like I don't know, four and a half hours I think it was pretty bad well yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. You should have gone you to know. South by Southwest for yeah, a little no, bit. Yeah, dude. And Elon Musk was there Was there Sunday <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking about SpaceX and things like that. So would have loved to have been, been out in space. on that. Yeah, I would have loved to have been in on that. But uh, <laughs> she's in outer space, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You might. He's crazy. <laughs> uh, <then> our, <laughs> our last bit of news is... Uh, Bill Skarsgård, uh, star yeah. of It, and uh, I always say her fucking name wrong. Makaya Monroe, the she was the star of It Follows and the Guest. Oh yeah, of course. I can't ever say her. She first was name really big about. there for a little while. What, whatever. Yeah, happened to her? she did Independence Day, the the new one. Ugh, that's right. That's terrible. <laughs> um, I don't know what <laughs> They have been casted in a darkly comedic home invasion thriller titled Villains, and they will play the villains. Nice. Home invasion comedy. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking too- forward to that, actually. That's, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, man. This looks like a lot of fun. This yeah, like written, by, written by Dan Burke and Robert Olson, and the script was previously on the 2016 Blacklist. Huh. What does that so. mean? One, one um, of the best scripts, right? Yeah. Un- unproduced scripts oh. of that year. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, the shark movie that we saw with Blake Lively last year was on the blacklist. I remember that. Yeah. And that ended up being pretty damn good. Yeah, I like that one. So, uh, yeah, more uh, more on that when uh, we get some more news. But uh, they will play the, the two villains in the movie. And I believe, yep, that is it. That is all the news. Not a lot of news this week. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm gonna. I'll be in and out a little bit here, guys. So you can fill up. You can message me when when you guys get through each section because uh, I'm doing a little impromptu babysitting here tonight, letting the, my daughters go to the uh, rodeo. So I'm watching the kids with AJ. Um. So 
I haven't done too much else besides New Orleans and that this week. I didn't watch the trailers, so boys, <laughs> y'all both ready to take y'all's trip down there? <laughs> it's scary. I don't want to go there by myself. <laughs> where, you, where, where y'all going to be going, Brian? To the trailer park. All right, we're going to talk about Prospect, starring Sophie Thatcher, Pedro Pascal, and Jay Duplass. Directed by Chris Caldwell and Zeke Earl. A quick little synopsis. A teenage girl and her father travel to a remote moon on the hunt for elusive riches. But there are other revolving or roving. There's others roving the moon's toxic forest. And the job quickly devolves into a desperate fight to escape. This, for a second, when I seen the trailer, kind of looked like Alien Covenant when they first got to that planet. Yeah. And then it just kind of turned into a... I don't know. I mean, it got a little, it got a little crazy there. Just I, It looked like you uh, don't nobody know who to trust and kind of looked like Pedro Pascal was a good guy, but then he might be a bad guy. I didn't know what to think about this one. I, it felt more like a teaser than an actual trailer. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I really didn't get much from it except uh, maybe outer space. You know, they have spacesuits. Yeah. <laughs> really uh, I see. It. I see Pedro Pascal's using his uh, country accent from uh, Kingsman. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's pulling that off. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, you know, it was a teaser, but uh, reading the synopsis, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. See, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, it, it looks good. I'll watch it. Yeah, and, and it looks like it, uh, but don't. Uh, this is like my, one of my main gripes about sci-fi movies. It looks like they're just touching shit they sh- they should be touching. Well, like, yeah, they pull that weird creature and cut it out of the ground. I'm like, you, I, I know that's probably going to go really bad. <laughs> well, they're exploring, you know. I mean, if if you're not thinking this is part of a movie. Uh, you want to explore the culture and get killed by crazy alien species. Yeah, and, and reading this, uh, I wonder if that thing they're cutting out, of, is that the elusive riches? Because I, I want to know what what uh, what does that do? I don't know. I don't know what the elusive riches are. Like, I'm telling you, I, didn't, I really didn't get anything from this, from this preview at all. They didn't give you enough. And it, it's weird that there's only a teaser because uh, the date I got here, as we are recording this, this probably should be out right now in limited release. Really? Yeah. So, limited release in theater or is it VOD? Uh, my, I, I didn't see nothing about VOD. It might be, you know, the date I might have written down. It might be in the festival circuit right now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if sense. it was at South by Southwest or yeah, anything else sense. coming up. But um. If anybody has access to it, it, it from what I'm reading here, it is available in some places. So available. <laughs> Shoot, time to look for it. It looks cool. Yeah, and uh, I like Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones before yeah. he got his head crushed. Spoiler. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was that was more brutal than uh, Red Sparrow. <laughs> And uh, not a lot of trailers to pick from, so uh, only two trailers this week. Uh, Our final one is Apartment 212, starring Penelope Mitchell, Chris Johnson, and Kyle Gass from, uh, what was it, Uh, him and Jack Black. What is their little group? 
Tenacious what? D. Yes, yes. <laughs> KG. Oh, man, I'm sorry I missed this one. Yes, uh, quick synopsis. Uh, Jennifer Conrad is a small-town girl starting over in the big city. Fleeing an abusive relationship, all she wants is a oh, chance yeah. to begin Sorry, again. Actually, I'm sorry, I'm watching it. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> but it is hard to start over when something is eating you while you sleep a painful bite at a time. What does that mean? Are these like demon bed bugs? Okay, when I... <laughs> Or is it like when a I, zombie thing? Uh, when I watched the trailer, it looked it started out because it it was creeping me out because movies like this creep me out because it looked like she was getting bitten by bugs. Yeah, and it just kind of made me like you know kind of just made my skin crawl. Yeah, she's got these but sores then, and they just it, it looks like they just keep progressing. Yeah, but by the end, it looked like some kind of small creature was in the vents. Oh no! So oh I don't know I didn't see that part. I'm watching right now. Yeah, I don't, you know, I'm interested, but I don't know if this was, because it started out serious, and then it went into, mm-hmm. like, kind of a comedic right. tone, and I don't yeah. know, I don't know if it's because I've seen it's, Kyle Gass, and I expected to be pray, funny. Love. <laughs> eat, pray, love. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like that part of it, the eat, pray, love thing. I'm down, man. This one, this one looks fun. I, I, I really want to watch it. I don't know if it's serious the whole time and they're just kind of throwing you off with the uh, trailer <laughs> or not. Because, I mean, right. that seems highly possible. But it, it looks interesting. Plus, and I like that. We have a release date of... Where are my notes? See, I don't know if IMDb is updating stuff. It says uh, September 16th of last year. <laughs> Maybe something. Wait a minute. <laughs> Something's not right here. But I know the trailer was just put online here recently, so okay. I don't know. If anybody knows mm. or has seen this movie, email us or comment on Facebook. Maybe that was I, another one of those, uh, like... Festival movies? Yeah. Festival yeah. That, that would make sense. That would make sense. It looks but like I one. Th- but I think it, it caught all our interest, though, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. So, uh, <laughs> I yes. I don't think there's been a killer, killer bed bug movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, Look, I'm afraid enough of bed bugs is, okay? <laughs> so, Apartment 212 might be available, might not be available. Somebody let us know. And... Uh, if anybody wants to ch- check any of these trailers out, they will be on all our social media pages. And any trailers we do not talk about, uh, you could find them on there as as well. And on that note, that is, yep, that is our last trailer. All right. So, uh, Philip, we got some feedback, right? This Strangers, Patrick Relier, is uh, re-watching this and thinking it would never happen in Texas. And... <laughs> I'm thinking I'd probably agree with you. There's a lot of there's a lot in that movie. Or we'll get to it. <laughs> what I would do, right? Uh, Marcus Will Turner says, uh, "Is Tamara here?" Must be from the movie. There you go. Let's see. Regarding Living Among Us, Ryan Stevens says uh, Henry Rowan Gartner is in this, and newly deceased <laughs> John Hurd. How appropriate. And they're all in caps for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Henry Rowan Gardner. 
That guy also came in a glass of beer. Yeah. In the American Pie. <laughs> well, at first, uh, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I gotta look up who that. Is. At first, I thought you were gonna say Henry Rollins. I was like Henry Rowengartner. I don't know. You know what? I I just he seen an interview, that, and now I know. <laughs> I just seen an interview with him. If he was in this movie, it would have been a lot more interesting. Right. <laughs> I think he's not in this. He's just the guy yeah. who looks like him. No, Henry. Uh, no, he isn't the, the guy from American Pie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is in this movie. Oh, okay. I haven't seen it. <laughs> All right. Uh, then we got Patrick Lear from March sixth. Uh, in nineteen sixty-eight, Rosemary had a baby. It was also the Night of the Living Dead. That same year, another classic horror was unleashed on this world. Today, my friend Lance Langford turned fifty. <laughs> He's older than Nosferatu himself. Everybody All wish right. him a happy birthday today. Hey, happy birthday, happy, man. Yeah, happy right. birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Appreciate uh, that. Peter Sayer, uh, Peter Sayer says, uh, happy birthday, my good friend. All right, Peter. Shout out, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, Darren Wilson and the folks at uh, the Psycho Semantic Podcast are running a special episode about the 80s cult classic Repo Man. Uh, in this movie, Liam and Scott and Liam versus Evil shakes off a hangover to call down into the bomb shelter to talk about Alex Cox's 1984 classic film, Repo Man, starring Harry Dean Stanton and Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Uh, Mighty side duck tangents, guy. Yeah. <laughs> side tangents involve punk rock, playing in bands, American gun violence, hangovers, and John Wayne. <laughs> that movie, you guys seen that movie? I've seen it a <laughs> long time ago. I don't think I've ever seen it. The, the guy was the guy was telling the story, and he said that uh, he he made the delivery at the door, and John Wayne came to the door wearing a dress or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Repo Man's a fucked up movie. It's that's a classic cult classic. I remember you, you telling me out. about it a lot yeah. of times. I gotta line. watch. I covered it with uh, Kevin on on his show one time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a good one. And then I went and watched a movie called Straight to Hell that was directed by the same uh, director and a lot of the same crew that was from Repo Man just went over and did that movie. And it wasn't nearly as good, but it, it was all right, you know? Not too okay. bad, man. Yeah, but Repo Man, he, any uh, listeners, I know it's not a horror sci-fi movie, but or superhero movie, Brian, excuse me, you know. <laughs> but check it out. We may not cover it here, but it's uh, it's a good cult classic for sure. Emilio Estevez is a superhero in my book. You know, I, I, I have to go with you on that one. <laughs> you guys will really like him in this one, then. Uh, let's see. We got Sherry Pierre posted, uh, friend, come over. Me, no. Friend, I got horror movies. Me, picture of Samantha from Bewitched cruising on the broom. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And, and you know what? I probably saw it. And I, I never, I never caught it, guys. I have to correct you. It's it's yeah. Cherie. Uh, oh, Cherie. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. That is that is my wife's cousin, and right. She heard and noticed well, that cool. I did not, I did not say nothing, and I told her I did not even catch that. So, uh, my bad, Cherie. See, I I dated a girl in middle school that had the same name with the spelling, and it was Sherry. My bad. <laughs> well, this well, this ain't her. And thanks for listening, Cherie. We uh, 
definitely appreciate you giving us giving us a listen for sure. Definitely, and appreciate the feedback. Um, regarding Veronica, Samantha Bean says uh, Jim's gone for the next few days, so I basically shouldn't watch this alone, right? And uh, Amy Germain Runnels says uh, it was good, but not as scary as everyone made it out to be. I said the same thing. Mm, I agree. heard a lot of that. Uh, Patrick Lear says, have you watched Carrie? Uh, be one, be one to watch. And the, well, hang on. I think be one, like that would, that would be a good one to maybe better than Veronica. Ah, that would, that would make sense. Okay. I was like, I don't get the context of this. That would be a good one to watch if the guys just did their show on it. There you go. <laughs> Jesus, Patrick. <laughs> and, uh, Marcus Will Turner said, uh, LOL. Okay. Uh, now I have to watch it to see if it's true. Kevin Nez says it was okay. <laughs> he, he didn't say hello, okay? I know. <laughs> Either, I mean, you know, I mean, all right. <laughs> you know, me, me and me and Philip talked about it. It's not bad. Right. It's just not what they made it out to be. Right? Because sure. it sounded like it was going to be the scariest fucking thing you've ever watched. I hate it when they do that. And I was I was excited to come on here and just just tell you guys. You know, I just seen the scariest fucking movie ever. I know. And I got a little bored there, and it was oh, just no. nothing, nothing new happened. Yeah, me too. Yeah, this is okay. Wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. Regarding Happy Death Day, Ryan Stevens uh, also rewatching it today. It's so damn silly, but so good. Pretty good movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding Death Shack, hey, there's one. Uh. Darren Wilson says, uh, I was underwhelmed, uh, but I wouldn't tell anyone not to watch it. Just ended up meh for me. Oh, you know what? That that probably should have that probably should have been my review. Oh. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm not gonna tell no one not to watch it because it's right. not it's not that bad, but it just it didn't do anything for me. Yeah, forgettable. Huh? Yep. Uh Kevin Nez posted about the new Death Wish. Bullshit! <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, Patrick Clear says, uh, I think it'll be a decent movie, but they should have called it something else. Oh, same thing you said, Lance. Uh, that's what Brian oh, said. That's what Brian said. My bad. Yeah. I was just, I was about to correct myself. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Ryan Stevens says, I'll be seeing it. I love revenge films. Uh, then he went on to say it was a good film, though very, very tame for Roth. Mm. Uh, you, you, you know what? Maybe, and I'm just thinking about it now, maybe they could have kept it as Death Wish and just replaced Bruce Willis. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I love Bruce Willis. Yeah. I'm, he was fine at times, but there was times when he just really looked like he didn't give a shit being there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know it's it's a movie you know oh, a little little good. spoiler little spoiler it's a movie where okay. his wife gets murdered and his daughter assaulted to the point where she's in a coma right well that and happened in the I, first movie right yeah so, but i didn't feel like he gave a shit i don't know it just didn't didn't sound like he was selling it very well no he was collecting a paycheck ah <clears throat> uh, that sucks getting one last one well although i had he done well maybe they could have turned this into a new franchise yeah um just need to put dane don in there <laughs> i thought you would have went with jason clark <laughs> touche <laughs> uh so it disappoints him that it's a little tame for uh, a roth film 
Um, yeah, Samantha Bean that. says, uh, no good. Is it a wait for it on Hulu kind of movie? And Nez says, yes. He sounded like he was not impressed. <laughs> uh, Denny Louie says, uh, Bruce Willis ain't no Chucky Bronson. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, Mark Chevalier says, uh, it's hard to be more alpha than Charles Bronson. Oh, man. Wow. wow. <laughs> People dogging on Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> it says a lot, man. <laughs> it says a lot. <laughs> Regarding the new superhero movie, uh, Netflix is making with Keanu. Keanu's, uh, Samantha- not, Keanu's not a superhero movie. It's like a, a comedy about a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who said this? <laughs> Could be a superhero movie. Oh, okay. is, it, is it a superhero Keanu? <laughs> Brian, would you consider Keanu a superhero movie? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like the cat Keanu? Yeah, isn't that what you're uh, talking about? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> ay ay ay! I never finished the movie, man. To be honest with you, it was uh, great. Samantha Bean says it was better than I expected it to be. Uh, Samantha Bean says I've always been a huge Keanu fan, uh, even when everyone ripped on him. I think. John, ah, oh, Keanu Reeves. Okay, there you we're go. Talking about that, <laughs> I got my Keanu. That makes more up. sense. I was like, they're doing a what now? <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 me. We talked about. <laughs> oh, no. We talked about this last week. The, the, oh, net, right. the Netflix superhero movie that they want to cast Keanu oh, Reeves in, not Keanu the movie. You're taking me off a of cliff, man. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Samantha Bean says, I've always been a huge Keanu fan, even when everyone ripped on him. Uh, I think John Wick elevated him to a new status and uh, respect Agreed. for a lot of folks. So, seeing this makes me happy. Uh, I really hope this turns true and he gets the role. Admittedly, I don't know a thing about this movie, but if Reeves is in it, I'm there. Cool. So, not the cat. Uh, agreed. <laughs> uh, Patrick Lear says, uh, personally, I'd like to see a rebooted John Constantine movie. It needs to be rated R. Uh, I okay with Keanu returning to the role. <laughs> okay. Will never happen. Well, I okay with Keanu returning to the role too, but yeah, probably not ever going to happen. And if they did remove it, they probably wouldn't do it with uh, Keanu. With Keanu, maybe the cat, maybe Dane Don, maybe Dane Don. Yeah, I just, I, I just think people don't care about Constantine. This the show got canceled after uh, one season. Oh, that's right. There was a TV show, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. So you don't think either. you don't think Marvel could uh, don't doesn't Marvel own it now or what? Uh, that's a DC character. Ah, okay. I'm. <coughs> I just gotta do it. Right. I'm out of it tonight, guys. So it's a good thing you guys are here to keep us centered. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, great yeah, at doing okay. that. <laughs> uh, Samantha Bean <laughs> uh, shared a list of horror books. Uh, I know this group focuses primarily on horror films, uh, but I'm a big reader and thought I'd share this list. Lance, this one's nice. Yeah, um, cool. Paul James Naylor uh, says, I don't know if you've uh, ever read any Michael Slade books, but Ghoul, Headhunter, and Cutthroat are all fantastic thrillers slash horror novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on there. I've, I haven't read any, any of his stuff, so yeah. you know, that's well, probably somebody worth checking out, you know? There's one new for you. 
And Samantha, I will say this is every week. If when you fulfill your bet with your husband and you don't have to watch horror movies, I still mm-hmm. hope you continue to watch them and Sounds comment. Like- she does uh, pretty spot on reviews, and she put a lot of people yeah. onto that. Uh, what was it? Hell House LLC, that found yeah. footage movie. So, yeah, good job, yeah. Samantha. She's That's she's awesome. kind of on top of it. She gives a, a a great like. Okay, is this good or bad? You know, you can right. listen. And thanks for commenting. Uh, love you being involved. We are the most interactive podcast ever. <laughs> Close. Yeah, well, there's some that that actually are having big get a big get together in July, so we can't we can't lay claim to that. But hey, we yeah, we try. That's we try. <laughs> that's pretty pretty so, interactive. I'm still trying to make okay. it to it. Can't get more interactive than that. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so thanks to everybody who reaches out to us. We love the feedback. Uh, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, or you can email us at thehorrorreturns at gmail.com. Uh, we love to hear from you. Uh, throw us a line. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we love to talk to you guys. Let us know what you think. I did see The Strangers, but I don't feel like I, um, I don't feel like I could, could give a good review because it's probably been about eight or nine years since I've seen it. Not a whole lot to talk about. I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. Um, that way, I can run up and check on the kids too. <laughs> they may Roger. be they may be burning the house down upstairs right now. I Very good possibility they they'll do that. So, but direct, leaving lighters in their hands. Direct director and writer of the Strangers was uh, Brian Bertino. You guys heard of heard of Brian Bertino? I've heard of Brian Boitano. Yeah, I heard of that guy. <laughs> On, uh, what, what, what would Brian, Brian Boitano, Boitano do, do if he were here today? <laughs> well, this particular guy wrote uh, Mockingbird, and I've never heard of it. I don't think I've seen it, but The Monster, which came out a couple of years ago, that was a really good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Charlize Theron? No, you're thinking of Monster. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The Monster, that's yeah, the know. one where they get trapped in like a car, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay, cool. Just making sure. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy's we're real. Keanu, we're either talking about Keanu. Brian Boitano knows his shit. We're either talking about Keanu, Dane DeHaan, Keanu the Cat, Brian Boitano, or Brian Bertino. One of the, one of those guys. But this one's Brian <laughs> Bertino. And uh, during filming, in order to get an actual reaction from Liv Tyler, uh, director Brian Bertino would tell her where to expect a loud bang from. But we did have the loud noise come from a completely different direction. Mm, that shows. Oh, that's fucked up. Uh, Liv Tyler's father is who, Brian? Uh, Steven Tyler, frontman for Aerosmith. <laughs> All right. And he actually used to be in another band. He was in another band before Aerosmith, ironically called The Strangers. So, All right, guys, hmm. kick it off. Who wants to go first? Uh, I guess I will go first. Um, it has been a long time since I revisited this movie. I remember first seeing it in the theaters. Yeah, I thought it was really effective with the jump scares. Um, I thought they were well timed and well placed. Um, the whole fact that you had people moving around in the background was—I remember being not scared because I, I don't—I don't. I don't 
jump out my seat scared to move, you know, with movies. But I just remember it was very unsettling having someone just moving around in the background like that. It's creepy. Yeah. Tense. But for me watching it now, because I believe it's its 10th, 10th anniversary of the movie coming out. Um, this movie does not hold up for me. No? No, I was a little bored rewatching it. Um, I don't know. It just was. <laughs> and I'm not a fucking fan of Liv Tyler. No? I think she's a fucking horrible actress. Oh, uh, <laughs> I liked her in this. Um, yeah, with that with that fact about her trying to get a you know reaction out of her, I'm like, did you really get that reaction out of her? Because she's just kind of just I don't know, <laughs> wooden. I don't I don't I don't buy anything she does in this movie. <laughs> she's wooden. Yeah. Um, and then rewatching it, I don't know. Okay, the whole point of them killing uh, going after him is because they were home, right? Yeah, I don't think there really was a point to it, which was kind of the point to it. Okay, rewatching this, I uh, in the in the flashback scene of him uh, proposing to her outside of the, I guess they were at a another uh, different wedding reception. Uh huh. I swear, I seen the white truck pull up in the background. Really? Yeah. If anybody Ooh. has seen this, please comment, email something, because that kind of goes against the whole because you were home. Because it kind of seemed like it was, yeah. Mm. But um, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I I could be wrong, but it looked like the white pickup truck pulls up in a in the scene where he he gives her the the ring and she kind of gives him that look like you know I don't want to marry you. Yeah, the, there's a white pickup truck that kind of pulls up in the background. Huh. I was an old Ford beater. I mean, it's pretty distinguishable. Yeah, but um, to be fair, I thought at the time when I seen this, I thought all the jump scares were well timed, well placed. Uh, you know, we get a we get a cameo from Dennis from Always Sunny. Yeah, he shows up. For, <laughs> Which is, I was like, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, there he goes. It, it it has a lot of memorable lines in it. You know, of course, we we got one was brought up earlier. Is Tam is Tamer here? Yeah. Which you know we'll we'll hear that later again. Yeah. And I thought the whole them stalking them throughout the night was 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 cool. You know, they were fucking with everything from the fire alarm to, you know, taking the batteries out of the phone, you know, putting the music on. I thought that was all really good, effective. Yeah. Just but, fucking with them to be fucking with them. Yeah. But uh, just overall, I don't, I don't know. Maybe just time has just not been good for this movie for me. So I don't know. How, how did you feel rewatching this movie? So I uh, I did see this in the theater. I remember it was one that I went to, to went to go see with my wife before we were married. Um, was it? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> don't mean to cut you off. Does your wife go with you a lot to horror movies? Uh, yeah. She she actually really likes them. But you know, then we had kids. Uh, lucky. Complicated. <laughs> I have to trick. I have to trick my wife. I have it's to really tell her not completely, I promise it's funny. No, I have to tell her a completely different movie. <laughs> and then and then the that, you know the mu- the musical hit or the opening scene and she'll just, you know, shoot me a look and I'll just be like, Well, it's too late. We're already here. <laughs> look, I, we gotta stay. You don't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's uh she's a big horror movie fan. Uh I I mean she doesn't like them as much as I do. She gets 
weirded out by him. I still haven't got her to watch uh, Annabelle Creations with me um, uh, because I yeah. told her that it was <laughs> really super scary because it was. And so now she's just scared off by it. She won't watch it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I remember, I remember going on a date with her to go check this out. Um, but I couldn't remember for the life of me what the movie was about. I could have sworn up and down that it was about, uh, like they stayed in a hotel and then there were people trying to break in or something. All I remembered was Liv Tyler. I was mixing up two movies. I can't remember what the other one is. Where were they in a hotel? Huh. <laughs> I don't know. They were in a hotel. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was like uh, Luke Wilson, maybe, or something. Oh, uh, Vacancy. That was it. I was they, mixing they up. Watched, they watched the videotape of someone being murdered in that room. Right. Okay. So when I started watching, well, that tells you how kind of forgettable this movie is to me. Um, I started watching it again, and uh, I'm not a huge home invasion fan. Mm-hmm. Um I just feel like it gets – I don't know if it's just too real. It's not as entertaining as I want it to be. I, I It's just that's a genre that I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, but I kind of liked this one when they started out with it at least. Uh, the first probably hour of the movie um, I thought was great. They uh, They set up some really tense moments. I felt like they probably could have done a little more backstory on on the on the the, the couple, uh, yeah. Because they gave you kind of a real quick rundown of maybe what had sort of happened, but they just kind of alluded to it instead of telling you what happened. Yeah, because uh, I I think I would have probably because they kind of questioned why he would even be there because it yeah. looked like. It, it for me, it kind of looked like how she turned him down just completely devastated him. Yeah, definitely. But you're well, just kind of hanging around eating ice cream and just I don't know. Like maybe she'll change her mind. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe you know because I don't know if they been really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was. Just he. They had the scene where he gave it a ring, and then we just assume she said no. Yeah. They, well, and I mean, they, they, it starts out and they're in they're obviously in the middle of some sort of fight. It's yeah. like neither one of them are really talking to each other, but they don't tell you what's going on. And then you they just sort of allude to that. They show you him proposing to her. And then that's really the only backstory you get. The whole rest of it, you have to make up in your own mind, uh, which I guess is cool. But. They probably could have killed some more of the time out of the movie with more backstory to make us care more about the characters. Yeah. Uh, Because I felt like when the strangers did show up, it was definitely super creepy in the beginning. Um, And then they then they started doing like these supernatural things which sort of took me out of it because at first it was very real and, and really scary. And then it was like, you know, you turn around and a fucking table has been moved. It's it, like the poltergeist. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that that kind of took me out of it. I was like, ah, well, it's just a movie, you know. Um, and as they kept going with all the tension and all the fucking with them moments, um, it just kind of got old. 
because uh, mm-hmm. they kind of kept doing the same shit over and over and over. And I felt like maybe they could have used a little bit of that time to, to tell the story about the other characters. Um, I like Liv Tyler in this. I thought she did a pretty good job. Um, I like Scott Speedman in this. He was the uh, the 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 wolf guy from uh, Underworld, right? Yeah. I had, after rewatching, I had to look it up because I was like, "You're familiar." Yeah. And the first thing that came up was Underworld. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah." So uh, yeah, he. I think he did pretty good in this, man. I I, I really believed both characters. I I think that uh, it definitely shows uh, that he he surprised Liv Tyler. Um, because like whenever she jumped, it was, it felt like a legitimate jump. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's maybe a couple of stupid people moments in it, but for the most part, it was, it was, they were just terrified out of their minds. Um, I think it was really only the, the, the fact that the strangers got a little supernatural at points that, that sort of took me out of it. It was an okay movie for me. Um, I can see why a lot of people like it, but for me, it was a little forgettable. Yeah, I would 100% agree with you. Majority of the movie is forgettable. Like, not rewatching it, or before I rewatched it, all I remember is Liv Tyler was in it. Yeah. Um, I remember all the, the masks, you know, the doll face, the pinup girl, and the guy with the, the sack on his head. Mm-hmm. And besides those, um, the only other thing you remember uh, is the <laughs> is the lines, you know, the because you were home, you know, the, is, you know, is Tamra here? Yeah. And the really slow stabbing at the end. Yeah. Spoiler but alert. Again, this is just <laughs> kind of one of those movies where I think this is probably why I'm also not really, I don't know. I, I like home invasion, but it's not like up there as far as these little sh- sub genre movies and horror because I, me personally, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have just waited around to get killed. Yeah. And it's not like they were the type of killers like that use guns or anything. Right. Yeah. They really didn't even do anything to them until like the very end of the movie. It was just them fucking with them the whole time. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 not. I don't know. I don't. It's just like I said, I don't think it it holds up over time. Maybe to other people, but it's definitely for me. It's not a classic. It's not. If I made a yeah. list of home invasion movies, I don't even know if this would be. If, if it was on there, it wouldn't be high up on the list. Yeah, is it was it was very tense. It was okay, but yeah, it's it's not going to make any lists that I've ever made in my life. I I couldn't even remember which movie this was. I just remember Liv Tyler's in it, and she's hot. Yeah, agree, <laughs> agree to disagree. Are <laughs> yeah. uh, you uh, ready for scores? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, since I went first, I will give my score. I'm going to give it a. I'm gonna go right in the middle. I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Um, if this was ten years ago, I probably would have gave it a higher score, but. I'm given given my review based on my rewatch rewatching this and it, it just for me it just ha- it doesn't hold up and I do like the look of the characters though and the constant you know moving around in the back in the background and fucking with shit that was probably the best part of the movie but overall it just it was a little boring rewatching it 
Yeah. Uh, I do really like the ending, actually. Um, I thought that that was cool. And uh, I like the I like the, the, the true story aspect that they put on it, even though it's not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was based on something, generally speaking. I don't know. But uh, uh, had it actually been a true story, this would be a way better movie. <laughs> um, as it is, I'm going to give it a six. Uh, I liked it. I mean, if, if you're into home invasion stuff, then uh, this one is probably up there for you. Uh, it's, it's just not my cup of tea. And yeah. me, it's kind of forgettable. All right. And that was uh, 2008's The Strangers. Now we were going to talk about The Strangers Pray at Night, um, directed by jo- Johannes? Johannes? Johannes. Roberts, also known for 47 meters down. Isn't that some shit? Uh, uh, and I the other side one. of the door. Writer Brian Bertino, not Bortano. Uh, <laughs> what? Original he wrote script. this one too? <laughs> rewrites uh, rewrites by Ben Katai, also known rewrites. for the TV series Chosen. There's Never heard problem. of Chosen. Uh, before the script was rewritten, Liv Tyler's character Christine McKay from the first film returned and was killed off in a brief opening scene. I wish she was returned, so she was Wait. killed off. Wasn't she dead? No, she screamed at the end when the boy found her. Ah, uh, she was hmm. totally dying, though. There's no way she'd live through that. <laughs> like a Halloween H- H2O re- revamp, huh? Well, I guess it makes sense in these movies. Uh, Lewis Pullman, who plays Luke, is Bill Pullman's son. As always, we want to... Oh, what? Oh, oh, let's <laughs> Not used to this. Not Good used job. to this. Good work, man. All right. Run on the track. I'm Sometimes hey, got to put I am going to watch this next week. So, uh, peace. Let me know when you guys are done. <laughs> All right. Good luck. Everybody, that was Lance. All right. Uh, uh, and good luck wanna... watching it next week, Lance. <laughs> uh, you want to you uh, start this one off? Yeah. I would, uh, I would maybe advise against it. Uh, I think this movie was really bad. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, they they didn't have any of the same tension that they did in uh, in the original The Strangers, even though there's 18 other movies by that name. I don't think they could decide what they wanted to be. It was uh, they almost had like a because I think the 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 2008 The Strangers mm-hmm. uh, had more of a home invasion vibe than a yeah. slasher movie, even though it maybe weaseled into that territory this one i think tried to be more of a slasher movie with some home invasion stuff in it and then they were like okay what's popular now 80s stuff let's throw that in it and we'll just throw this hodgepodge of script in there that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and bam there's your movie i can't believe it came out uh, in the theaters i really yeah. thought that it would be vod I agree with you as, far as the on the '80s aspect because it, it's set now, right? Yeah, I but mean, they have smartphones and shit. Yeah, and I felt like they tried to go for that '80s nostalgia just by giving the the main killer. I guess that was like his soundtrack that he had to play. Oh, oops, spoilers! Yeah, but uh, I don't think anybody cares. But no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if we spoiled this shit movie for you, but it was not good. Um. <laughs> But I did not like 
anybody uh, I, I, except for Christina Hendricks. I have a I have a thing for her. Chris, you know, so she was she's okay in my book. Right. But everybody it, else, I did not give a fuck. I thought that the father was he was the worst father ever. And yeah. He, was just, he did not know. He didn't have a clue on what the fuck was going on ever with his family. And the what was his son? He looked like he was fucking thirty. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's yeah. going to college. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming he's supposed to be eighteen. Yeah. No. <laughs> Something like that. I, I thought the the girl. Uh, what was her Kinsey or whatever Kinsey. her name? Yeah, she was she looks fucking. Familiar. Uh, she's she was in some Adam Sandler movies as as a younger kid. Okay. But I thought she was fucking annoying in this movie. <laughs> right? I mean, I think she was supposed to be annoying in this movie. <laughs> yeah. But she pulled that off. Um, I actually kind of liked the changing of the setting, though. Yeah. I, kinda I was okay com- with that. I kind of compared it to a video game where you get the sequel to it and you get to like go like Grand Theft Auto. Like Okay. You know, you can only go here, but then in later games, you know, it, it made it, the world bigger for you to go to. And I, I, I kind of like that, that we got away from just staying in one house. That yeah. You had this whole, um, what was it, a trailer park. Right. And It was like an abandoned trailer park, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it was uh, off season because I think oh, they rented okay. them out. So. I wasn't able but, to uh, but other than that, you know, it it did nothing new, and I kind of I don't even know if we should just skip the fucking. I'm spoiling it. We we're just we're just we're just gonna spoil this movie because spoiler alert. Um, I really fucking hated that we seen some of their faces. The the killers. Yeah, I always wanted that to be, remain a mystery, and they mm-hmm. kept up with it for most of the part. You know, with the with the shadows and them them fucking with the light bulbs on the porch, and I just kind of wanted to keep it like that. But we didn't get that in this. Um, it was a little bit more gory than the first one. Yeah, that's true. Which I I appreciate that, but overall, I just I don't know. Everybody was not likable in this movie except Christina Hendricks. Well, but, they didn't they didn't do anything to build the characters, man. It was like at fifteen minutes, and they were killing people. Yeah, which would probably be the same problem as the first one. We don't know in the first one. We don't know what the fight really was about. Yeah, you know, what what went what went wrong. But in this one, we're just to I guess we're just going off of they basically sold their house and sold everything to take their daughter to boarding school and they have to go live in a trailer park. Maybe they're taking a vacation. Are they taking a vacation? I don't know. They mentioned that one line about we're we're broke now because they're sending you to boarding school, and then the Uh, the daughter's like, "No, they're no, they're not." And then, well, why do they shut the cable off then? Oh, and then then the parents kind of look back and don't say nothing, and he and he basically because they didn't say nothing, he sees like, "See, it's true." Maybe that's where they live now. Yeah, because I'm assuming her uncle, the wife's uncle, aunt and uncle own it. Yeah, and I get that's what I was taking from. They could stay there for free. Okay. So. All right, that makes more sense. But and then okay, so they totally pulled the Steven Seagal with Christina Hendricks. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna have her in the goddamn movie, especially as your lead actress, she's not at all the star of this movie. 
and she dies in the first, I don't know, half hour. If that. Yeah. It, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> so that was disappointing. I was hoping to see some boobies. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they, uh, they, they tried to make her, you know, really kind of, I don't know how to put it, momish in this one. Yeah, they played her down. They, they yeah, played her sexiness it, down. It doesn't work for her. Yeah. She's sexy regardless. Yeah. You want to give a review on Christina Hendricks because that she was more interesting than this movie. So, <laughs> and I got I'm going to read a comment from past uh, guest uh, Carl McCullough. He commented on Instagram: "A complete waste of 85 minutes. I was well, actually upset when this ended. A betrayal of the first one." Wow. Yeah. Well, see. I, okay, the first one. We didn't particularly like it, but I know a lot of people really did. It kind of is in this like cult classic. Um, yeah, absolutely, world, it is. Uh, which I can see. I mean, I, I I definitely liked it more than I didn't like it. Uh, but and this one is not even in that same plane. There's nothing even to tie this one to the original. It just is, except that it's the same people that are killing people. Yeah, and and my theory on why the first one is kind of a cult classic, I guess you would say, I think it's the look of the the killers. Yeah, I, I think nowadays this generation, they, there's no real horror icons. Yeah, and I think everybody's quick to grasp on to somebody hoping it's going to be the next whatever. I mean, granted, you know, it's been ten years between these two movies, but. Yeah, maybe, we haven't yeah, had any really kick-ass horror villains like a slasher yeah. villain lately. Yeah, that's why they are constantly rebooting mm-hmm. classic movies because I don't, I don't know, I, I can't even think of what horror icon there is right now for this generation. Uh, I can't either. I was thinking about that when I was watching these movies because people kept talking about them as uh, slasher movies. Yeah. And this one kind of is, but the first one is really not. I mean, it's just yeah. a, a crazy group of people. It yeah. Could be a slasher movie, though. I mean, nobody nobody in the first one, no one gets killed until really the end. I mean, except from Dennis from Always Sunny. You know, he gets shot with a shotgun. Yeah, but that but wasn't even the, the killers that did it. That was his buddy. Shot yeah, in the face. So, so it was basically more psychological until the end. Yeah. This one, I, I felt like they tried to up the, the violence more. Yeah, which kind of just tells you they they might not have had anything as far as the script close to the first one. Yeah, well, we definitely. don't have anything interesting, so we're just going to put a whole bunch of kills and. And it's which, it's hard to set a movie like that in modern times because of the cell phones and all this shit. You know, you kind of mm-hmm. have to stick them in the middle of nowhere. But then they kept like running into these situations where they you know find a phone or find a car that works or find a gun or something. And the things that, you know, can really make a difference in the movie. And then they didn't take advantage of them. Yeah. And uh, checking out the box office, it's already doubled its uh, budget. So really? Yeah. I mean, wow, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. Yeah, it was five million dollar budget. It's already made 10 million. Oh. Well, so I guess there's that. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't know if they'll do a sequel. I mean, they kind of left it open at the end 
which yeah. I don't see how anybody we are in spoilers. I don't see how anybody survived. I know, right? I don't see how anybody survived either. They had that Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff moment. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that uh, guy, that guy, the the sack head guy. Yeah, died like nice. three times. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him Teabag. <laughs> yeah, in my theater, like every time he kept getting up, someone yelled out, "Oh, it's Jason Voorhees." Uh it's so hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I I didn't like the ending either. I thought the knock on the door. Uh like dude, this is the you're not gonna make another sequel of this. I mean, are you trying to start a new fucking series or something? Because it's been ten years since the first one. You're gonna try to leave it open ended. How come everybody didn't just didn't just fucking die like in the first one? That would have been cool, you yeah. know? At least you have the bad guy winning. Yeah, they, they should have built it up to the point where you thought there was hope for at least one of them to get away. And nope, sorry, you didn't. Yeah, and then they killed them. But they tried like, to they tried to make the two the, the brother and sister badasses. Yeah, which they weren't through the whole first three quarters of the movie, and then at the end, suddenly they're superheroes. Yeah, they couldn't even be badasses together. It's like they had to take turns, like, I can't shoot you because I'm scared, so I'm going to run, but then later on, I'm going to stab the shit out of the next girl and then talk right. shit to this, the guy with the sack on his head. I was like, oh, well, why didn't you, why weren't you a badass before and just shoot, you know, you're, you know, and then the girl, the sister was crying through majority of the movie, and then next thing you know, she's, you know... <laughs> shooting people with shotguns and I know right point blank yeah which <laughs> that second shotgun blast was so horrible looking the CGI yeah. effect it was it was bad yeah uh, I, I I did like the look of the pool scene at least I thought that was kind of yeah I mean it was a cool visual uh, they they almost had something here maybe making them uh, making them really more of a a slasher kind of classic atmosphere uh i just I, I don't think they pulled it off there were too many stupid people moments and there wasn't enough character development and i didn't care about anybody that died at all agreed you want to get into scores since we <laughs> bypassed scores and went into spoilers yeah well to hear the scores you have to hear the spoilers uh i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it a three i think there was maybe something here um but i'm i wasn't super excited about going to see it in the first place yeah i'm definitely not excited about any subsequent movies i am going to give it a two ouch um again i like christina hendrix but you were right they steven seagal does yeah, killed her off. Um, I did like the basically the open world kind of aspect. It wasn't just in one spot. They kind of had room to kind of like do stuff in. Yeah, and I thought, and I kind I liked that because it, it was different from the first one. I mm-hmm. felt like if they would have did the same thing, it would have just been the first one all over again. Well, and they started it out like it was going to be the first one all over again. I mean, they had the exact same thing that happened, the whole asking for Tamara. Yeah. And then she came back and did it again. 
Yeah, I was a little worried right then because I, I was like, okay, are we going to just rehash beat by beat what happened in the first one? But they yeah. they tried to do something different, but you know they failed. And another thing I fucking didn't like because in the trailer, he's playing uh, what is that eighty song Tiffany. I think we're alone now. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that trailer. And he's pulling up in a pickup truck playing that song. Yeah. Didn't have it in the movie. Kind of thought that was a... They should have had that in the movie. Yeah. Well, they but, played the song in the movie, though, huh? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, too. Can't get it any higher. Well, I don't blame you. That uh, 80s nostalgia that just doesn't belong in this movie. <laughs> not that I'm mad at the song choice but uh, they did it just as a marketing ploy so uh, do you want to uh, take us out uh, yeah I guess that's everything so uh, we're we're limping along today <laughs> you guys made it through oh, oh there's Litz <laughs> we tried we tried all right, we tried. All right. well you guys you uh, you guys all done, all wrapped up I came in, I yeah. came back on just in time huh yes, literally Lance, just we, in time I was about to say awesome. as always we cool. gave strangers pray at night a score of a three and a two yeah okay. so you might you not serious? want to see it next week yep. I don't know it was pretty bad. That is a three and a two, not a thirty-two. No, nah. rewatch the original. I'll probably still check it out. <laughs> Good luck with that. But we got to watch. Uh, in the meantime, we have to watch some stuff for the horror mafia. Yes, sir. I, I felt like the mafia was uh, fill, filling my shoes with concrete and dumping me in the East River after watching that fucking Hard Rock Zombies today. Oh, I haven't seen any of them yet. I got to watch them. Some heavy metal movies, Ooh. yeah. Rough. <laughs> you sick guys. <laughs> I will say I kind of enjoyed it, though. <laughs> Lance, you leave us? Well, as always, <laughs> because I think that's the end of it. Everybody, that was a cameo by Lance. Yeah, that was a cameo by Lance. <laughs> as always, we want to thank you for listening to another episode of the horror returns and uh we'd love to hear your feedback and ideas as always you can reach us at the horror returns at gmail.com uh be sure to follow us on facebook twitter instagram and podbean and tumblr and any of the others that we haven't mentioned uh just search for the horror returns and we will be there <laughs> uh also look for us on itunes uh and if you like what you hear uh please rate us and review us and if you don't just pretend and give us a five-star review anyway because uh, that helps. Uh, next week, it's our annual March Madness show. What? Loaded with special guests in which we will crown a champion in an elimination-style showdown to get the greatest horror sequel of all time. Uh, so, without further ado, and Lance has disappeared into the ocean. It's a mystery. <laughs> but until the horror returns again... Brian. Good night.